Hello, beautiful people. Happy, um, what is today? What is today, Wednesday? <laughs> um, happy Wednesday. I hope that you can hear me. I hope that I'm coming in clear. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I want to probably give a short live on this topic. This is your sign. This is for people who are waiting for a sign, waiting for permission, waiting for like the confirmation of an idea or something that you have. I'm gonna let you know that this is your sign. Not that you need my permission or my sign, right? Not that you need me to do the thing, but this is your sign. So hello, happy afternoon, happy Wednesday. Hi, Dom, welcome. And I love this. Um, hi, Alicia and friends. I'm taking this as a sign to share. I'm hosting a free online conversation with Octavia, Octavia Rahim, author of Pause, Rest, Be, Stillness, Practice for Courage in Times of Change. That's an amazing book also, I read it. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that and thank you for being brave and for taking this as a sign. <laughs> this is exactly what we're talking about. I love that. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, thank you. Yes, hi, Dominique Green, hello. Hi, Moni, hello. Hi, baby, thank you. Yes, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing, Dom. Hi, um, Livla, hello, hello. Hi, Southern Rose, Tia D, hi. Hi, DZ Wonderlust, excuse me. Wow, I just booked my trip to Paris and was having buyer's remorse over my flight. Listen, I get it, right? The same thing for me with money. Sometimes I have like buyer's remorse when I get things and I'm like, this is what money is for. <laughs> money is for spending. Money is for affording ourselves the opportunity to do the things that we wanna do. You know, and if you got it to spend it, go, right? Because you're gonna pay for this experience and it feels like a lot in, in the first half but the enjoyment of the thing is gonna be so pleasurable and awesome. You're gonna have these, these memories for forever. So yes, go, enjoy Paris. Enjoy, enjoy. Hi, Marissa, it's good to see you. Good morning or afternoon, it's afternoon here. Good afternoon. Hi, Deshaun Burns. Hi, let's talk with Mara. Hello, hi, rice and butter. Aw, oh, thank you, baby, thank you, thank you. Thank you, hi, Yvonne McBride Lit Life, it's good to see you. Hi, Yvette Boone, hi, gorgeous one. Hi, DZ Wonderlust again, yes. <laughs> and hi, Livla, yes, money is definitely for Paris, okay? It's gorgeous, I, I wanna go at some point. But yeah, spend that money. If you got it to spend, do that. But I also understand, I also understand the remorse, the feeling of like, oh God, there's so much money leaving my account, right? But what you're gonna gain from that experience is gonna be amazing. So safe travels to you, I hope that you really enjoy it. Okay, and hi, just, um, just Ams, hello, hello, or Tams, hello. So I don't want this live to be long today because I want you all to get going, right? Like I want you, the whole message of this, the whole point of this message is to get you all going. Um, so yeah, so hello, hi Love Heels, hello. So the first thing I wanna say is that a lot of us are looking for a sign to do things, right? And I'm here to tell you, you don't need one. You don't need a sign, you don't need a sign. The truth of the matter is when we're really looking for a sign, we're looking for permission and sometimes we're just afraid. We're looking for permission to do the thing that we feel in our hearts and our souls to do. But the fact that you're looking for a sign means that you already know what you want to and need to do. You already know, you already know, but we're waiting for the perfect moment, but there is none. There is no perfect moment. There are no perfect moments, but we need to take more chances. Life is long, but it's not long enough to hold on to these ideas that we have in our hearts. It's not long enough to hold in all these ideas. When I, if I can tell you again, I showed y'all the list of ideas I had on my phone and how it just kept going, right? Every day we are inspired. Every day we get new ideas. Every day we, we get inspired to do something new, right? But if we're holding on to all these ideas, they become heavy, but also we get overwhelmed because we're like, oh, I have all these ideas. Where do I start? Start with what you have. Just do the thing in whatever way you need to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to look aesthetically pleasing. It just needs to get out there. The energy needs to get out of you and moving, right? So I'm talking fast because I'm really passionate, but I want you all to get, get this message. And I don't want it to be super long because I, I know some people are like, girl, this, hours was, this, this live was three hours long, right? But I want you all to actually take this as inspiration and confirmation and your sign to do the thing. Okay, and I'm saying this, like I said, to y'all as I always say to myself. So I need to hear this too. So like I said, the commercialization of things make it hard, right? We see what is being advertised. We see what is being hailed as like, oh, this is the thing to do. And we look at ourselves and we feel like we don't measure up. Like, I can't do that thing. I don't have the experience. I don't have the training. I don't have the certification, right? We, we count ourselves out and we discount ourselves and we say, when I get this thing, then I'll. When I get to this age, then I will. When I obtain this thing, when I get this license, whatever it is, then I will, will right? But the thing is, time is not promised. And I know that we, we say that a lot, but do we really feel the weight of that? Like every day is a new beginning. Every day is a gift. It's not guaranteed, right? Um, within the past few weeks, I've experienced a lot of passing of loved ones. And 
every death is kind of sobering and it kind of grounds you to the fact like, wow, we're not going to be here forever. Um, I was reading scripture this morning and one thing that I was reading was how, um, and I'm probably taking this out of context, but I, I took it how I needed to take it, how our lives are love letters, right? Our lives are love letters, our letters, I'll say, our lives are letters. But the truth is like, what do we want our lives to say? Not that we're living our life for other people, but what do we want our lives to say when we are no longer here? What do we want our lives to say as we walk around living? Like, what do we really want to say? So anyway, life is long, but it's not long enough to hold these ideas in. We're supposed to be conduits, not reserves, right? My husband talks about all the time, be a conduit, not a reserve. Don't hold on to that stuff. It weighs you down. It drowns you. It overwhelms you. It makes you feel like you're too small for the tasks that you've been given to do. And as I said before, you're, you've been given the ideas you're given because the idea trusts you. The idea trusts you. So you got to trust yourself, right? So take inspired action. It doesn't have to be perfect, faultless. You're allowed to do things imperfectly. You're allowed. I do things imperfectly all the time. Like this is, I'm sitting in front of a window on my computer. There's no perfect setup. I'm talking into a mic. That's it. And some headphones, right? Like you don't need a lot to do a lot. I think we, I think we overestimate what we need to be impactful. We need way less than we think we need. So yes, yeah, so I said, take inspired action. When you feel that inspiration, do it. Do the thing in the way that you can, in the capacity that you, that you can. If you have the dream to hold, I don't know, a conference for a million people, right? But all you know is 10, invite 10 people. <laughs> invite the 10 people that you know. You know what I'm saying? And th that still counts, that still matters. That still matters. And maybe with that practice of keep inviting 10 people and then 10 more people and then 100 people, right? Maybe at some point, the vision that you have is not what you have right now, but you can still do with that vision today, right? What you can't even do with a thousand with a million people right so think about the intimacy like we we see oh only five people came to my thing and we're like oh that's a failure no it's an intimate conversation it's a gift you learn things that you can apply next time and then as you grow now you're ready for that big vision now it doesn't feel so overwhelming but we got to take that first step and usually the first step is messy it's ugly it feels awkward right we're scared we're shaking we're sweating i mean i come here and, and speak i speak right like I speak live and I sweat all the time. <laughs> like I sweat every time I come on live because I feel passionate, but I'm also scared. I also know I'm imperfect, but I'm not requiring myself to be perfect to be impactful. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, going back to my notes. Um, yes. So it feels so good when you do when, when you carry out an idea, when it goes from idea to action, because like you feel lighter, you feel joyous, you feel confirmed. Right? Like you feel, you feel like, yes, I'm doing the thing I need to do. And over the past few days, I have just been creating stuff, making stuff and sharing it, putting it out, creating spaces, doing the thing ugly and, and embarrassed and, and fearful. And I feel so good. And no, it's not perfect. No, I'm not perfect, but I feel lighter because I'm going from idea up, oh, let's just do it, put it out, do it, do it. Don't even give it the time of day for me to sit there and nitpick it apart and figure out like all the reasons why I'm not qualified to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let me just go for it. Okay, so I feel confirmed. And I feel like sometimes we're looking for that sign, but the sign doesn't come until after we do the thing. Sometimes we're looking for like, yes, here's your permission slip, you can do the thing, right? But sometimes we don't feel that confirmation until afterwards. And maybe what you're looking for from that thing you want to do, right, doesn't come until after you do the thing. And it might look different than what we have anticipated it looking like. I hope making sense. Okay. So there's a scripture that I, that I like to reference when I'm, when I'm thinking about all the ideas that I have. And it's in Matthew. I don't know the reference, but it's in there. And so Jesus is basically telling all the disciples, go and do the things. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep. Just go, right? And wherever they went, they were taken care of. And I think that sometimes we're waiting for the confirmation that we're going to be okay, that we're going to be taken care of, that we're going to be safe, that it's going to be impactful, that it's going to be successful way before we even start moving and doing the thing. And then sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we're going to have everything we need when we need it. So if all you have is five people, if all you have is an idea, if all you have is your backyard, if all you have is your computer, if all you have is your phone, right? If all you have is your kitchen and some friends, you have everything you need to start your idea right now. You have everything you need. You have your personhood. You have yourself. You have everything you need. You have everything you need. Okay, I'm losing myself in these notes. <laughs> but yes, um, mm -mm 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 -mm. 
Okay, yes. Being too prepared can weigh us down. Being too prepared can weigh us down. Trust that what you need will find you when it's time. I think of like packing. So me and my husband went out of town. We went to Mexico um, a few weeks ago or like, a, I don't know, what is time? We went to Mexico a little bit ago, right? And we had all this stuff. We were carrying all this stuff because we were supposed to stay in Mexico for like a month. And it didn't happen um, because we had to come back home. Things just didn't work out where we were staying. And also like my great aunt passed away. So we had to come back home. And we were walking the streets of Playa del Carmen in the heat with all these bags. And it was just so hot all the time, right? And I resented bringing so much stuff. I resented being so prepared because we at the, we only stayed a week, right? Or a few days, we only stayed a week. And so I felt the burden and the weight of carrying all this stuff, being so over-prepared for my stay, right? And I was like, dang, I wish I just would've brought a book bag and some clothes and the books that I need. Like I bought all this stuff, right? And so we think, that we can't do the thing in our lives that the idea that we have because we're underprepared, we feel like, oh, I don't have all the things I need. Like, but all the things are heavy. All the things take time. All the things are probably way more things than you think you need to get started. Be light, be free, pack light, go do the thing. What you, what you need will find you. I know it doesn't feel like it. I know like we we rationalize things, but even think about like taking an idea from out of the out of like the mind space, like the dream space from like the spiritual place. Like that doesn't we see it in our mind, but it's not here, right? It doesn't make sense, right? But then when we take that idea and we put hands to it, now it makes sense. Now we're doing the thing. Now we can see it, we can feel it, we can touch it. It's the same thing. We can't see what we need. We can't see what will be provided in the moment cuz we're not even doing the thing. We're not doing a thing. There, there have been times that I felt, I've been praying and I'm like, God, why don't I have X, Y, Z, right? And I was thinking about like provision, like the word provision, provision, and how like God provides for the visions that we have, right? And we wanna be provided for, but we don't wanna be obedient with the ideas that we've been given. We don't wanna carry out the ideas. We wanna be provided for first, but sometimes that's not how that works. Sometimes you go and then you're provided for. Like you go to a job, right? you work or you you create a piece of art or I'm trying to think of other ideas. You you pour something out first and then people pour back into you because of what you poured into them. The same thing with our ideas and our dreams. Like there's a transaction that happens, but you gotta step up and do the thing. We wanna see what, what, we, what we can't feel and touch, but what we can't feel and touch is also our ideas and our dreams. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so we have the vision and we're gonna be provided for when we carry out that vision. Does that make sense? So anyway, so when, when I was thinking about that, I was like, God, you tear me up because yes, like I'm like, God, provide for me. I need the things. And God's like, you're not even doing nothing. Why would I give you more stuff to be weighed down with? And you're not even doing well with what I already gave you. That's the first thing. But also God is kind in that way. God is kind that God doesn't want us to be overwhelmed or weighed down. Why would I give you more stuff to manage and you can't even manage what, you, what ideas you have in your mind, what ideas I've given you? And it's not a punishment, it's kindness. It's kindness. Just like with a kid, you wouldn't give a kid a backpack the size of their body. It's too heavy for them, right? Like God is the same way. <laughs> okay, I'm getting, but yes, God is the same way. Okay, so, okay, so yes. So don't worry about a thing, just go and expect to be provided for because you will be. Especially if you're doing goodness, if you're planting seeds of goodness, goodness has to come back to you. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be a month from now. Maybe it's not even a year from now, but it's a, it's a rule. Whatever you plant, you will harvest, right? Whatever you reap, you sow, karma, whatever words you want to use for it, whatever you put out, it will come back to you. It will come back to you in a, in a fuller version. When you're, when you're planting seeds, the seeds are like this big. They're like this big, right? And then like you have a tree. Uh, well, here we go. I don't know what the seed, what size seed this was, but it's huge now. When I got this, it was like half the size. It's growing now, it's producing. You know why? Because I'm giving it sunlight, I'm giving it water. I'm pouring life into this idea, which was a seed at some point, right? And now it's, it's harvesting, it's multiplying. And I couldn't see that literally, sometimes I can't even notice it because I'm seeing this every single day. You know what I mean? But when you take a step back and you count, oh wow, when I got it, it was so much smaller and now it's reaping. Now it's harvesting and we'll probably have to change the pot soon. My mom, my mom be dragging me about how I take care of my plants. <laughs> so anyway, 
it's the same idea with our ideas, right? Our ideas is a seed. Our idea, our ideas are seeds and we plant those seeds, right? We water them. We show kindness to it. We give it sunlight, all these things. You know what I mean? Yay, money trees, yes. We give it sunlight and all these things and at some point it starts to grow, but we have to give it the thing first. Okay, so let me come back. Okay, so like I said, being too prepared can weigh us down. Trust that what you need will find you when it is time. Sometimes we want stuff we are not prepared for. <laughs> Sometimes like, I, I remember when I first started my channel, I used to get discouraged because I'm like, nobody's watching, right? But I have anxiety. I have social anxiety. I had a lot of insecurities. And I think for, for myself, like I was looking for validation of myself with how many people show up or how many people view my videos or whatever, right? And sometimes I would cater my message in a way or feel the pressure of it at least to cater my message in a way to get the views and, and, and things that I think that I needed. You know what I mean? And so like God in his kindness was like, God was like, yo, I don't wanna give you this because this is gonna make you go away from yourself. This is gonna make you, make you abandon yourself seeking the approval and the likes of other people. Like I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting myself and lying, right? Cutting myself in half, cutting myself in half to get, to get the love and attention. And I've done that in my personal life. I have quieted myself. I have denied myself the things I wanna do. I have treated myself poorly, seeking the love and validation of others. You know what I mean? And so God is like, yo, I want you to do the thing, but I want you to do it well. And I want you to do it like you. And I want you to be able to handle what I give you because truth be told, <laughs> If all y'all were there in the beginning, I'd be overwhelmed. I'd be scared. You think I'm sweating now, right? Like I'd be sweating a lot more back then. And, and I think that sometimes we, we, we get impatient, right? We, we want the results, especially in this world where growth and numbers and all that stuff is hailed as like the thing. But really the thing is like staying true to yourself. You know what I mean? Staying true to yourself. So even in the things that I was angry at God for and like feeling down on myself about, I now see it as a kindness. God was being kind to me because God didn't want to weigh me down with all that extra stuff, all the courses, all the classes, all the, you know, even learning how to do things everybody else does. I don't, I don't, I'm Alicia. I'm Alicia and I can only do things the way that Alicia can do, but I had to learn Alicia first in order to do the way, in order to do the things that I can do. Does that make sense? I was trying to mirror and copy what I saw because I was like, oh, this is the way to success, right? And now my definition of success has totally changed. I'm not even, who cares, right? I wanna be myself. I wanna be myself. I wanna be happy, whole. I don't wanna lie. <laughs> I don't wanna lie. And so I had to learn how to be myself, how to see myself, had to learn myself, period, how to love myself, how to show up even when I am afraid. And that didn't happen with all the courses and all the things. That was like the inner work that nobody else saw the crying, like the praying, the, you know, going to my friends, the, the, the experimentation, the trying and failing, you know, failing, right? Learning. All right, let me move on to the next point. But I think that's really important to know. Like a lot of things we want is just weighing us down. A lot of things we think we need are weighing us down and it makes us, and it, it stops us, it prohibits us from sharing, from creating, from doing and making because we're dragging all these heavy bags through the street, the street of hot uh, Playa del Carmen. You can't even enjoy it. You can't sit down and eat because you're always watching your stuff. You can't go everywhere. Like, it's too much. Okay. Okay, move, let me move on. So yeah, so being too prepared can weigh you down. Sometimes we need a sign because we're afraid. We're waiting to not be afraid. The fear is of the unknown. So you're not going to not be afraid until you do the thing that you're afraid of. It usually doesn't subside until you do the thing anyway. So I've talked about this example all the time. <laughs> Listen, okay. I was so annoyed walking through the streets. I was so hot. I was miserable. But yes, but like I said, okay. So I lost my point. But yes, I'm just thinking back on that moment. Like, we should have packed lighter. This is too much. Um, so yes, um, what was I saying? Let me go back. Oh yes. Oh, we're we're afraid of the unknown. So a lot of us are waiting to be brave. And people think that bravery is the lack of fear. And I'm here to tell you it's not. I do things that people, oh, you're so brave and talking about, I'd be afraid too. <laughs> I'd be scared too. My voice be shaking too. I'd be writing notes. I'm like, does that make sense? I don't know. Like, let's just go with it. Let's just see what happens. I'm afraid too. I don't know what's going to happen, but I show up and try anyway. And that's the whole point. And then you learn, oh, I do like this. I don't like that. Oh, uh, what if I did it my way? Mm, let's try a different way now, right? Yes. Pack light. That's the message. Pack light. And the way that you pack light is getting the idea, doing it, getting the idea, doing it, and trusting yourself that you're enough to do it now in the way that you can with the capacity that you have. 
Hi, Bush 1G. Hello. Hello. Welcome. So, yes. Mm -hmm. The fears of the unknown, and it usually doesn't subside until you do the thing anyway. So I've talked about this example, that, that song that we used to sing in elementary school. Maybe, maybe you all know the song, but it's like the bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt to see what we can find, right? And you're patting your little legs and you're talking about walking through the, walking through the reeds of the grass, you know? Um, and again, like I said before, you can't go under it. You can't go over it. You must go through it. That's the only way to become brave is to go through, to go through it. And I wish that there was a shortcut. I wish that I can give you some, you know, some hacks on how not to, not to do the thing afraid, but fear makes sense because fear is trying to keep you safe. It doesn't know this. It is never experienced this. You have never experienced this. Your fear is like, I don't want you to die. Like literally that's what our fear is doing. I don't want you to die a social death, a communal death, whatever. Uh, literal death. I don't want you to starve to death, whatever it is. Like our fear is trying to keep us safe. Our fear is well wishing. Yes. Yes. Our fear is well wishing. It wants to keep us safe. Hi, Cito E. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Dee Dee LaShawn says, just read a chapter in Eloquent Rage that touched on the bag lady in reference to Erica Badu's bag lady. Ooh, I need to um, read that book. But yes, carrying all that stuff weighs us down. So the fear makes sense. But you have to be like, fear, I love you. This is me holding fear. Let me hold something. Fear, I love you. I know you're trying to keep me safe. Mwah. But I got this. We're going to get through this. We're not going to die. We're not going to die. I'm not going to die if I go live and nobody shows up. I'm not, like, literally. It might be embarrassing. It might hurt my pride. But I'm not going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be fine. You know, I'll get up and try again. Um, like I said, when I first started, there were, like, three, four, five people in there. And they were all my friends. <laughs> They were all my friends and my mom. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? And even still, I kept showing up. I kept showing up. Um, and a lot of the stuff that, shout out to y'all, that y'all say that y'all resonate with, I was afraid to share. I was afraid to share. So, yes. Hi, Invincible Summer. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Okay, yeah. So sometimes we need a sign because we are afraid and we're using that, the, using I need a sign as an excuse. We're, we're waiting for that feeling of, feeling no fear to move forward. Like, I don't know, it's not time yet. There will never be a perfect time. Again, there's another scripture. Can't, listen, I don't know. A part, like, this is my paraphrase version. A person who waits to plant will never plant. A, perfect, a person who waits for perfect, a perfect time to plant will never plant and they will never reap. Meaning, if you're waiting for, if you're waiting for the perfect moment, you're gonna be waiting forever. You're watching, and there's another part in that verse that says, when you're watching a person who watches the clouds never plants or reap a harvest, basically the idea is like, oh no, I can't plant today because it might rain, a cloud passes over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, clouds pass over every day and maybe it will rain, right? But you gotta put something in the ground. You gotta try. Yeah, so, all right, so let's go down to the notes. Again, I don't want this to be too long. I want y'all to take this and if you feel inspired to move and take inspired action, that's my goal. So you always, you always, you also, excuse me, don't know what you don't know. Be okay with learning along the way. Be okay with being imperfect. A lot of times when I'm launching something or doing something, I say, oh, this is the, what is what I use? This is the beta version of the thing. I'm never in like, oh, this is perfect now. I'm never there because I'm always reiterating. I'm always iterating and trying new things and editing. And I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with learning. Some stuff that I believed a year ago, I don't today. And I'm okay with evolving. I'm okay with saying, oh yeah, you know, back then, this is what I said and I respect Alicia back then, but I've changed my mind. Or yeah, I did it like this before. I don't have to keep doing it the same way. We're not fixed. You know what I'm saying? Like we can change, we can learn, we can grow. This whole, this life is a process. You've never been here before. Give yourself some grace. We don't know what we're doing. No one knows what we're doing. <laughs> like no one knows what they're doing. We're all using information that we have from the past or from other people and trying to figure it out the best way we can. It's never a one size fit all for everybody. Have grace with yourself. Okay. You don't know what you don't know. Be okay with learning along the way. Your desire, your desire is its own confirmation. Everybody don't want to do what you want to do. Everybody is not inspired to do what you want to do. The idea was given to you because the idea trusts you, because God trusts you. Whatever you believe, it trusts you, right? Like the reason why you have it, everybody don't have it. Everybody don't have the desire. Again, I always talk about mountain climbing because some people's dream is like, I want to climb Mount Everest. 
I don't want to climb no mountains. I'm not interested, right? But there are some people who want to do it. Again, there are some people who want to scuba dive to the bottom of the ocean. I don't. <laughs> I don't. And the idea was given to you because only you can do that idea in the way that you can. Alicia can only do my stuff. There's people online all the time talking about what I'm talking about right now. And they do it in their own way. I can only communicate the things that I want to communicate in the way that I communicate it. You can only do the things that you want to do in the way that you can do it. You're your own person. You're in your own lane. We're not in competition with everybody. You're your own person. Trust that if the idea was given to, you, to it, you're worthy of it. It honors you. It sees you. It trusts you. But the question is, do you trust yourself? It's us. It's not the idea. It's not. It's us. We stop ourselves. Your life is its own confirmation. You don't need a sign. Like, when people, oh, is there a sign of life? You're alive. You're breathing. You're growing. You're doing right. You're taking up space. That's your confirmation. That's your sign that you should do the thing. That's your sign. I'm alive. I want to do it. It's that simple. I'm alive. I want to do it. It causes nobody no harm, right? We hope what you want to do doesn't cause anybody any harm. It causes no one any harm. And usually it's so amazing because the people who want to do the most beautiful work in the world be so afraid. Be so afraid. And I get it because the, the things that the things that are, are the most popular, the things that get the most views, the thing that the things that get the most money, right? It, it almost confirms for us like, oh, well, I want to do something beneficial. So nobody's going to do it. So maybe I should just, what's the point? Most people watch the negative stuff anyway. What's the point? Who cares? Who cares? You should, because somebody's looking for that light. Somebody's looking for the goodness that you want to bring to the world. Like, I don't care how dark it is. It could be the, the blackest of darkness. My uncle was talking about going to a cavern somewhere in Texas or somewhere, I think. Uh, anyway, but he was in a cavern and he turned off all the lights and he said it was so dark that you, could, that you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. Like it was so dark, right? The world is full of darkness. The world is full of evil, right? The news, right? We, we see evil all the time. But if you were to light a match in that cave, everybody would turn and look at that light. People are looking for light. People are looking for goodness. People are looking for you. You were put here to take up space, not to shrink. You were put here to be a light, to take up space. Trust yourself. Trust that you are living on purpose, for purpose. And it's not about like, oh, let me find my purpose. Let me be. No, like the things that you feel in your heart, the song you want to write, right? The vacation you want to take, little things like that. The things you want to share. It don't have to be like this complicated thing. What is bringing you joy? What, what lights your heart up when you think about it? What are you like, oh my God, I really want to do that. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so like I said, your life is your own confirmation. We're, we're, we often look for confirmation outside of ourselves because we've been taught to seek confirmation outside of ourselves. Shout out to Marissa. Marissa was here and we talked about like seeing other people as our superior and looking up to them for permission and validation. We do that. We're taught to do that in school. We're taught to do that with our parents, right? There's something about honoring people, right? Like we should honor people, but there's also something about like looking for confirmation and permission outside of ourselves, looking for validation outside of ourselves. We're not supposed to do that. Because everybody's not going to get it. And everybody's not going to get it the same way that you get it. Some people might think what I'm doing now is like tacky and terrible. Girl, you in a room, you got, um, you got Wally and Eve up here in your corner, right? Like, girl, what are you doing? This is not the way to do it. You need, you need this and this and this. And that's not who I am. So even they may have good intentions, but they're supposed to serve the people they're supposed to serve. Alicia's supposed to serve the people that Alicia's supposed to serve. That's why comparison is not good. Because we become who we're not supposed to be and wonder why we feel like what we're wearing, or what we're doing is ill-fitting. We wonder why we feel uncomfortable. We wonder why we feel like imposters because sometimes we're trying so hard to be an imposter. We're trying to be something other than ourselves because we don't think that ourselves are enough. Okay, so yeah, so sometimes we're looking for confirmation outside of ourselves. Trust yourself, trust your knowing, trust the God within you. You hear, you feel, you know, you know. We've just been taught to not know and to not trust ourselves, that we are not um, qualified or wise enough to know what's best for us. To know, you know what I'm saying? To know what works for us. Like I said before in this note, in this note excuse me, sometimes I didn't get a sign or confirmation until I did the thing that I was afraid of doing. I didn't, I didn't get a confirmation until somebody said, wow, I needed to hear that. I'm like, okay, good. 
that makes that makes me feel happy like it, it re it re uh it supports this idea of doing the thing like nobody was asking me to do it but i did it and somebody says i needed that thank you that's confirmation but you got to do it first you got to do it first you know i talked about i'm um, the person that i worked with before who wanted to start like a traveling company and she realized like you know i don't really have the access to be able to go out of the states and do all that fancy traveling and make it like you know all this stuff but she wanted to do local tours and put people on like hey do this do this right other people need that because everybody don't have the budget to go out the country that that could be a goal but and some people don't want to right some people don't want to leave the country so should these people not be served because you feel like you're too small to serve them they're waiting for you again a lot of the things that we think are deficits are gifts a lot of things that we think make us imperfect are actually perfect we've just been taught we've just been taught to think that our that we're flawed we're born into the world told that we're not enough we're not enough we're not pretty enough valuable enough tall enough skinny enough you know like Everywhere we look, everywhere we turn, we're told that we're not enough and we internalize that, which makes sense. And we also put that idea on our ideas. If I'm not enough, then my ideas aren't good enough either. If I'm not enough, you know, then I'm not good enough to put this idea out into the world, right? So confirmations and signs are just reiterating what we already know to do. When somebody says something that resonates with us, we feel it, that means that that thing, we're in tune with what's in them, but it's also within us. Tuning forks, right? This is the tuning fork in my mind. Tuning forks are vibrating at the same frequency, which means we're both thinking the same thing. We're both, we both know the same thing. And sometimes when we hear other people say what we think, it gives us permission to think what we want to think. There are a lot of people that I'm like, oh my gosh, same. I thought I was the only one. We resonate with it because we already know to do it. The signs speak directly to us to get going or to get back on track to remind us, right? Sometimes we forget what we wanna do and it turns into, we talked about this before, envy and jealousy, right? Sometimes that, that stuff, that dream deferred, that dream that you push down, sometimes you envy other people because you don't think that you can do what they're doing. And so instead of doing the thing, you look at them and you say, that person can do it, I can't do it. So now I'm gonna be mad, I'm, I'm upset because I, the energy wants to get out, the thing wants to get done, but we're not giving ourselves permission to do the thing. You resonate only with what's already inside of you. So go for it, go for it. The question I have for you is what are you truly waiting for? You have the sign. This live is the sign. Your life is the sign. Your want, your desire, your dream is the sign. You have the sign, so what will you do with it? That's the question. So some people use signs to not do what they, what they know they should do anyway, right? Like, oh, I got this idea, but nah, I'll wait for a sign or confirmation, whatever. You know, and put it to the side because we're scared or we feel ill-equipped, right? Or we say, this must be a sign, but you're using it to give into fear as a safety blanket. But opposition sometimes comes when you have, when you, when you want to create something. And sometimes that actually looks like looking for a sign. It's you in your own way. You're creating more barriers for yourself. And then like when you, when the signs come up, because you already don't believe you can do the thing, you're going to deny those signs anyway. You don't want another sign. You don't need another sign. You need bravery. You need courage. You need self-love. You need community. You need help. But you don't need another sign. You know what to do. You know what to do. I also wrote, wrote down that, um, yes. So whenever we want to do something, there is something called resistance. Uh, I'm looking at my bookshelf because there's a book, The, the War of Art. Mm, can't remember the name of the person who wrote the book, but in there, he talks about resistance. <laughs> he talks a lot about resistance and how with every movement you're going to, you're going to want to make, there is going to be resistance. There is, whether it's your own fear, somebody saying something, which is why it's really important to, to know who you're talking to, who you're sharing your ideas with, right? Because we already had the resistance here and here, right? And then you talk to somebody else who may not understand and want the best for you and say, I don't think you should do that. That's a little, I don't want you to fail. The War of, thank you, baby. Yes, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Oh, good, yes, it's, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I suggest everyone read it, especially if you're creative, it's really good. 
So anyway, so the idea, oh, yay, wonderful, wonderful. But yes, like he talks a lot about resistance and how resistance is going to come either way, right? Um, it's going to come either way. So just go for it. <laughs> go Push forward anyway. So resistance starts here and here, but it also starts outside of ourselves. We're in a world that tells us that we're nothing, that we're not good enough. You're not going to be good enough if you buy this thing or if you look like this person. And then if you look like this person, you're still, you're fake, you're phony. It's, you can't win. You got to choose yourself and stay in your own lane, put on your blinders. And that came from um, Minister Kim, who's a, who's a musician. Her name is Kim. I think she just wants me to call her Kim, but anyway, <laughs> so, so yes. So opposition, like I said, can come when you, when you, when you want to create and it can look like you looking for a sign. It can also be used as an excuse or something to place blame on in case stuff goes wrong. You need your own permission. Even if things don't turn out the way that you want it to turn out, it's still successful. It's still successful because you get to define what success is. Success doesn't have to mean what the world says it should mean. What is success to you? What does that look like? Can you lower the bar? And I don't mean like lower the bar as in like lower your standards. But can you create your own standards? Do you have to use their measurement at all? Can you create your own standard of measurement? Am I happy? Am I joyful? Am I at peace? Am I content? Do I feel like I'm making an impact on somebody else? Am I being honest? Am I being authentic to myself? Can that be success instead of numbers and algorithms and all the stuff that we can't control anyway? If we take, our pressure, if we take that pressure off of ourselves, we can do amazing things. We can do amazing things. Okay, um, so yeah, so I said there's always a risk with anything we do. There's always a risk. Nothing is a guarantee, but you can still listen to yourself and learn what yourself is trying to teach you and show you. Like these failures that we're afraid of, sometimes these failures, right? They're actually not failures. They're information. They're lessons. They're lessons. When, you know, if you're driving, I'm thinking about like failure to signal. I don't know why that came to mind, but when you're driving and you fail to signal and you get pulled over, <laughs> right? And you get a ticket. That's not a failure. That's information. It sucks because you don't want to pay that ticket, right? That's fine. But now you know, oh, when I turn, let me turn on my, my turn signal. Let me do that little flick. Shh, talking to you, DMV drivers. <laughs> let me just turn on the, the turn signal, right? You learn from the things that you fail from. But a lot of us are afraid of failure, which makes sense because it's not fun. We're afraid of failure, but then on the other side of that failure is more information to help us along the next time. The thing that we feel like we're, we are, um, the thing that we feel like we're insufficient in only comes from failure sometimes. Sometimes with exercising specifically, lifting weights, right? You, some people lift until failure. I guess it depends on what, what program you're on, but some people lift weights until failure. And the failure doesn't mean like, oh, I failed. It's like, I pushed my body to the limit that I can take it. And then you rest. And the next time you do it, you're able to push more weight eventually. I don't know if it's overnight, but you're able to push more weight. Why? Because with every micro tear in the body, in the, in the muscle, you're building more muscle. It's the same thing. The failures are like little micro tears. It feels like failure at first. It hurts. It sucks. It's not fun, right? It is resistance. It, it, it's not, I don't, I don't like lifting weights. I should go, I don't know, whatever. I'm not talking about should. Anyway, this is not about exercise, but you know, it doesn't feel fun for the most part, right? But then the micro tears heal. It gathers more information. Oh, we need more muscle to lift more weight. So come on protein, come on tissue. You know what I'm saying? Like let's get more muscle so that we can lift more weight. It's the same thing with ourselves. Our creativity, our bravery, it's a muscle that has to have little micro tears in it so that it becomes stronger. Yes, maximum force. Thank you. Thank you, Didi LaShawn. Again, I am not a bodybuilder. Please don't, please don't take advice from me. That this is something that I've learned. That's all. <laughs> but yes. So the discomfort that you feel. <laughs> okay. Because DMV drivers, y'all on some other stuff. And no offense to my Virginian people. So sorry. But y'all get on my nerves sometimes. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> But anyway, the whole, but all the, it's, it's kind of bad. Okay. But yes. So the discomfort you feel could be a sign, right? Try something new. The discomfort you feel sometimes like, I don't know what I'm doing. Trust it. Trust it. And, and, and instead of looking at it, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Be excited about what you're going to find out about doing the thing. Be excited about that. 
you're get, you're going to be uncomfortable anyway, doing it or not. This is the thing. You can be uncomfortable with doing the thing that you're afraid of doing. You can also be uncomfortable with knowing that you have things you want to do that you haven't done. Which one do you want to live with? Which one can you manage? For me, I, th I think there's like this phrase, it's like the pain of something is like worse than the pain of regret or something like that. For me, the feeling of not carrying out my ideas weighs me down. It makes me heavy. It, it reiterates this idea or it, um, that's not the word I'm looking for. It confirms that I'm not good enough. It makes me feel like, <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm laughing at this. Um, <laughs> um, it, it is, it's always a person in a Nissan Altima with VA tags for me. Listen, the, first of all, the accuracy of this description is hilarious because it is, okay? As a former New Yorker and now Virginian, I agree. Listen, y'all be, Virginians be on some other stuff. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, but yes, going back to the point, I'm glad I'm not alone. You can be uncomfortable with not doing the thing and just sitting there, right? Or you can be uncomfortable with doing the thing and figuring it out along the way. Which one is, which one is it? Because either way, you're going to be uncomfortable either way. So you might as well do the thing. Either your ideas are going to haunt you and weigh you down and whisper to you, girl, why are you not doing me? Why are you not? Hello? And then you see in other people do what you want to do. And then you, you feel bad and you feel envious and jealous, right? Like when you could be doing your own thing too. What I've also noticed, and we had a meetup about um, envy and jealousy. Shout out to everybody who came. I really appreciate that. We had a great time, a great conversation. It was nourishing even to me. But like this idea of, you know, looking at other people, when you're doing your thing, you don't have time to compare yourself to other people. When you are carrying out the ideas that you've been given, you don't have time to compare because you're doing your own thing. You don't even have the energy of comparison because there's nothing in you that feels, there's nothing in you that feels uh, insufficient. And obviously, right, we're not talking about like self-esteem necessarily or, you know, the, the doubt that we feel, but carrying out the idea gives us a boost of confidence. Look what I did. I can do hard things. Maybe I am smart. Maybe I am talented. Maybe I should try something else. It gives us confidence and it gives us uh, fuel to try other new things. If I did this scary thing and I'm fine, let me try this scary thing too. Right? It's like, it's the gift that keeps giving. It's a seed. And seeds create plants, which create more seeds, which creates more plants. And, and soon enough, you have a whole garden full of your ideas, a whole garden full of yield because of what you have been obedient with, the seed that you've been given and obedient, you know what I mean? Like carrying out the thing that you have carried out with inspired action. Listen, <laughs> and same, okay? Ideas just sitting in the waiting room. That's it, Shadell. Like, and that's the thing. That's even, like I said, I'm telling y'all this because I'm experiencing this and I'm working through this in real time. I have a whole lot of ideas that I just need to do. Get out there, just get it done. Don't worry about who's not gonna come. Don't worry about who's gonna talk about you, look at you crazy. Cause you looking at yourself crazy cause you're not doing a thing. And I would much rather be at peace with myself and deal with the judgments of other people even though that still hurts and it still sucks, right? I'd rather do that than be discontent with myself cause I'm with myself all the time. I know the truth about myself. I'm my own home. I never, I'm never separated from myself. Like, yes, I want to make myself proud. Exactly, Yvonne. Regret, exactly. Exactly. So, okay, so let's see. So I said the discomfort can be a sign, right? But you're going to be uncomfortable either way. So just do the thing. You got to figure out what's more manageable. You know, and that's a personal decision you got to make. Some people are okay with like, yeah, I didn't do it. And that's fine. Okay. There's, again, there's no judgment or shame, but you have to figure out for yourself what it is that you can live with, what it is that you can be comfortable with, that you're not beating yourself up about, you know? The next thing I'm gonna say is listen to your soul. Listen to your soul. Set up what needs to be set up and go. Like there are a lot of, we can come up with a lot of excuses why I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. I, I can't find X, Y, and Z. And it's fair. Maybe you don't know. Have you Googled it? Have you asked for help? Have you looked up tutorials online? Have you maybe sat with yourself, given yourself 30 minutes of silence to figure out a way that works for you? Sometimes we feel like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, right? And we shut it down because like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And we leave it alone. Like we, like we can't learn. 
Like we can't learn or finagle some things or move some things around or do it our own way. You're smart, you're talented, and there are people out here who want to help you, but you gotta ask. You have to ask for help. So like I said, you don't need a sign. And you, don't, you also don't have to explain it away or find a reason why it makes sense on paper. Some of us are looking for a sign because we want it to make sense to other people. Like, yeah, you know, I had this idea and at first I was like, whatever. And then like, I got a sign like, okay, so that means I really must do it. Why wasn't your own confirmation enough? Why wasn't your idea enough? You know what I mean? Why not? We're trying to make it make sense based on other people's understanding. And when you're trying to do that, when you're trying to do, when you're trying to make things make sense to other people, okay, it's like I speak Alicia language, right? My ideas come in Alicia language. And if I'm talking to, let's say someone else in the chat, I'll say, okay, so sweet Deborah Allen. I'm a, so sweet Deborah Allen, hello. <laughs> so if I'm talking to you, right? And I'm trying to make Alicia language make sense, I'm gonna have to translate and some things get lost in translation. Language is tricky like that, right? There's not always a one for one translation for words or ideas. And so now I'm trying to over explain myself to you, right? I'm trying to make it make sense to you. And maybe for you, because of your experiences and understanding, right? You don't really resonate with what I'm saying because it's not for you. That's the first thing, it's not for you, but also like you understand things in your so sweet Deborah Allen language. So it starts to water down. And so then I'm trying to communicate to you. And now my, my confidence in that thing is kind of lowering. It's like, oh, well maybe, maybe it's not, Maybe it's not that good of an idea. I don't know. You know what I mean? Or maybe you're trying to tell me. And it's, you know, like, and it's the same thing. So it's nothing to you. I'm just using, use, using you as an example because you were the next person that came up. But yes, like, so now, now my confidence is lowered because I'm running it by you. And I've done this. And I'm saying this because I've done this. I have asked people basically for permission. Like, this is an idea I have. What do you think? Give me the permission I'm, I'm looking for. And they're like, girl, it's not my idea. <laughs> do it. I don't know. Or they'd be like, that don't sound like a good idea. And now the idea is put to the side because of their understanding and their limitations and their fear and their anxieties and they're not wanting <laughs> and they're not wanting to be to see me hurt or harmed or disappointed or discouraged. You know what I mean? Like, again, these people can be well-meaning, but because it's not a vision that was given to them, it wasn't an idea given to them. And because they're understanding it in their own language, their own perspective, their own limitations or perceived limitations, right? Now, my dream, I'm going to put to the side because somebody else told me it's not good enough. But what if I just did it? What if I just went for it and the people who it's for would find it and be and it would be of value to them? So, like I said, you are your own sign. Cleona Divine, I'm cracking up. I'm an Allen too. Colonizers, okay? Absolutely. Sadly, yes. But you don't need a sign. You are your own sign. It's okay to be afraid and go. It's okay to be unsure and go. It's okay to be inexperienced and go. The only way, the only way that you get experience is by doing a thing. We wanna, we wanna bypass that because it, it's not fun. You know, when you, when you feel like a hot mess and you look in a hot mess and you're sweating and you're like, and no one's showing up and nobody's buying and you know, it feels, you feel like a failure. You feel like you've made a wrong decision, but there is still, there is still wealth even in that failure or perceived failure. There are still things to learn. Don't give up on yourself because the first time you did something, you fell. Like, just think about learning how to ride a bike. I have, I have scars all up and down my legs, okay? Falling off a bike, running into trees. <laughs> another story for another time. Like, I have a lot of things, but I still love riding my bike. I had to fall first. That's not fun, that's embarrassing. Mm, hello? Like, don't nobody wanna see them, don't nobody want anyone to see them fall off a bike or learning how to skate and you falling. That's not fun. But because I am so committed to learning how to ride the bike or to skate or to, or to learn a new skill or whatever it is that you want to do, I'm willing to endure those failures to learn. Oh, I fall and I, oh, I'm putting too much weight on one side of this bike. That's why I keep falling to my right. It's information. We got to take our, we got to take the judgments that we place on ourselves out of the equation. You're nothing to be, it's no shame. If anything, this is the thing, this is an example that I use. I put out a song called um, Right Here. And essentially the song is about like being afraid. And like the question is, should I not create because I'm scared? Should I quit because I feel unprepared? Right, like this idea, like is it, is me feeling afraid and, and scared, is, it, is that worth me giving up my dream? 
And for me, the answer is no, right? The answer is no. But a lot of people who are in, who are in like, who, who offer their criticisms and who are judging you, just think about the people who are laughing at you learning how to ride a bike. I imagine people lining up on the street, me learning how to ride the bike and them laughing at me every time I fall. Is that embarrassing? Yes. Is that traumatizing? Absolutely. Should that happen? No. But who's on the bike? Who's being brave enough to listen and learn new things? Who at some point will be riding up and down the street and they'll just be quiet? Not that you should do things to quiet other people, but who's going to be riding up and down the street, right? <laughs> me. Because I put in the practice. In the same way, a lot of people have a lot to say who are in the arena not doing the work. Why? Because when you're doing your own work, you don't have a lot of things to offer. You don't have time, okay? Like we see some stuff and I think some stuff needs to be called out and dealt with, right? But I'm not judging anybody because I'm, I'm happy that they're trying. People who are stumbling through life, I'm proud of them because that's scary. Some people never get up even to stumble. Some people never take that first step. Some people never buy the bike. Some people never get the skates. Some people never show up to the class because they're scared. And there's grace for them too and honor for them too. But even if they are talking about you, they're usually talking out of their own fear and their own shame. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It has to do with how they see themselves. They would feel ashamed if they're falling. Like, why are you doing it? You're embarrassing yourself. Stop doing that. Because they feel that. Because they feel that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's okay to be afraid and go. It's okay to be unsure and go. It's okay to be inexperienced and go. I believe in you and I want you to believe in your own sacred self and your own sacred wisdom and your ideas, right? Even if they look a lot bigger than what you have right now, understand that you do have everything that you need to get started. It may not be the dream that you're thinking about, right? Like I have a few dreams and I'm like, I ain't got the money for that. I can't run out of room like that. I can't buy a property like that, right? But I have room, I have the internet. I got YouTube, I got Zoom, right? Like I have, I have, you know, the park. Like we can all just meet in the park and do something. It doesn't have to be what we think it has to be. We should ask ourselves, in what way can I carry out this idea in the way that I have the energy and capacity to today, now? What would that look like for me? And maybe you can look to other people for inspiration, but don't judge yourself against these people. Use them as inspiration. I wanna do this. So it's like, I have this idea and I'll just share it with y'all. Like I have an idea of like putting on a concert, <laughs> putting on a concert Um, in this, I had this idea last year and for my birthday last year, I put on a virtual concert because I don't have, I don't have the funds to rent out, you know, a, a, an arena. Also, not that many people know me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just like, am I just not gonna put on a concert? No, I'm gonna figure it out. And so I said, well, why don't we do it online? It's probably Jamal's idea, but why don't we do it online? That way people can come. They don't have to travel from near and far. It's cold. My birthday's in January. So nobody really wants to travel in January anyway, because <laughs> it's always snowing or like, it's just too cold to do anything. People can watch from their homes. They can be cozy with their loved ones, right? And I put on a virtual concert and I had a lot of fun. People were able to come. People were able to be, and people supported me. And it didn't look like the vision I had in my mind of like, you know, owning this place, not owning it, but like, well, yeah, owning this place and buying out whatever. I use what I had to get the dream out. And I promise you, you have the same tools. You have resourcefulness. You have community. You have other people that can help you. Ask for help. Ask for help. And sometimes we're not asking for help because we're ashamed or we feel like we're a burden to other people. But there are people who want to help you. There are people who want to support you. It might not feel like it and it might not be the people that you want to support you, but there are people out there who want to support you, if that makes sense. Sometimes we want our friends and our family to support us. They don't get it. Sometimes they don't get it. But we got to find the people who do. The internet is a beautiful place. It's crazy. It's scary sometimes, but it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Because there are people on here connecting every single day. People that I am in community with that I've never met in real life, who are very supportive of me, who encourage me, who helped push me along. People, I'm, people are waiting to support their people, but they gotta see you first. They gotta know you exist. So I don't wanna keep this too long because I want you to get out there and get your ideas done and take inspired action, right? But the whole point is you are your own sign. You're, you're <laughs> the way that you are tuned, you are so finely tuned in a specific way that nobody else is. 
you have skills and abilities. You have a viewpoint that nobody else has. You might share ideas with other people, but no one is wholly just like you, right? And so sometimes when we're looking for, looking for confirmation outside of ourselves, we lose that. We think that who we are is not enough. You know what I mean? Like you are your own sign. Your idea is your own sign. The passion, the fire you feel when you get that idea, they're like, oh my gosh, that would be dope. That's the confirmation. That's the sign. That's the sign. So you don't need any more signs. No more signs. Don't, don't be waiting for perfect timing. It's not going to happen. There's always, something is always inconvenient. Something is always happening. Life is always lifing, right? Like waiting for perfect opportunities and times, it's just going to set you back. You know what I'm saying? And not that you're behind anybody, but it's just going to delay what you already know you need to do. Just do it. Don't, don't carry your ideas like a heavy backpack. Again, walking through the hot uh, Playa del Carmen, Mexico, while everybody else is enjoying the beach and being free and light and, and you walking up and down the street carrying heavy bags because you're overprepared or because you're hoarding your ideas. Be light, stay light, stay free and take inspired action. Lessen the time between the, the, you know, the inception of the idea and the carrying out of the idea. That's my goal to make at some point go just like this. Idea boom, idea boom, idea boom, right? And obviously, you know, don't rush stuff. Don't overwhelm your stuff. Don't rush stuff, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't do more than you have the capacity to do, right? There's no race. No one's gonna, you know, you're not outrunning anybody. We wanna honor our time and ourselves and our energy. But when you have that energy, do the thing. When that thought comes up, write it down. Set it on a calendar. Reach out to a friend and say, hey, I need your help doing this thing. I need you to hold me accountable to help me do this thing. Help me, please. Please, I'm scared. Can we do this together? You know? So that's what I wanted to say today. Now I wanna see what y'all saying in the chat. I saw a few questions and I keep forgetting to do this, to star the questions. So if you have questions, please ask them. But that is, that is basically what I wanna say. That's the message. You are your own sign. This is the sign. Take inspired action and do. You are more equipped than you think you are. You don't live this long and not have any knowledge. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I'm 33 years old. You, in 33 years, I have nothing. I have no wisdom. That's silly. That's foolish. Of course I do. It might not look like what other people are doing, but I got some stuff. I know some stuff. And maybe I can reach out to other people to help me learn more stuff so I can do the thing. Oh, I love this. Hi, Tumba. Um, everything I need is within me already. Yes, the magic is in this moment. The magic in this moment is me. I am my own sign, period. That's it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Hold on one second. I did see. Oh, thank you, baby. Hey, beautiful people. Please show your support by hitting the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Yes, please. That really helps me out. And it really helps this uh, video get pushed out because of algorithms and all the things. So the more that you interact, the more that you share, the more it gets spread or impressed upon by people, whatever, impressed upon people. Um, and I really want people to hear this message that they are the sign. And this is their sign. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate that. Oops, sorry. Hi, Brooke Bilker, hello. In what ways can I execute, take action on this idea that I have the energy and capacity to? I'm trying to remember what you said. In what ways can I execute? Okay, so let me give an example. So like I said, for the concert, right? I didn't have the energy or capacity to rent out a place, to spend money that I didn't have, to do advertising and you know all the different things, trying to secure all the permits and all the things that you need to put on a concert. It's a lot of work, right? So I didn't have the capacity or the know-how or the connections to do it on a budget. So I said, let me just use the internet. The internet is free, YouTube is free. You know what I'm saying? I got my computer, let's do the thing. I got stuff to make music, so let's share the music. Um, so yeah, so obviously it depends on like what your circumstances is. If you wanna share, you can, and maybe I can offer some help or we can offer help to each other. Um, but yes, but there is a way to do it in a way that honors you, your time, your capacity, your budget. Um, and it might not look like the vision in your head, right? The big one, like the perfect, using your quotes, perfect vision. But what you have right now is perfect. You can handle it because like, if, if I'm really being honest, I don't have the capacity. And I also feel like I needed to do it online because I needed that practice. I needed that practice of actually performing live, right? So what I wanted, I wasn't even, I don't even think ready for it, to be completely honest. Not in the way that I imagined it in my head. So yeah, but I hope that makes sense. Aw, much love to y'all. Thank you, Didi LaShawn, I appreciate that. You're welcome. 
And no, listen, there's no shame. There, No matter what I just said, if you feel shame, do not own that. That is not yours to own. There is no shame. There, you, You're alive today. You're here today. There's always time. It's not too late for you. You're not in the ground. It's not too late. Take it one day at a time, one idea at a time. Like I said, let me pull up my phone again. All the ideas on my phone, I'm taking my ideas one idea at a time. This live was actually an idea that I had in my phone. But yeah, like all the, all these things are ideas. My goal is to clean this out at some point. <laughs> it's no rush, no pressure on myself, but I have a lot of ideas. I'm not lacking in ideas. I'm not lacking in visions and stuff like that, right? But I just need to do it in a way that honors me and my energy. Maybe I don't need to put on a whole, you know, six week thing, 12 week thing. Maybe I can just have a workshop. You know what I mean? Like something like that. So yes, it's no, it's no pressure and there's no shame. But I hope that answered your question. I really hope that answers your question. Um, yay. Um, love heels. Hi, love heels. Yes, Alicia Renice, thank you. This reminds me of Brene Brown speaking of the man in the arena and her TED talk on vulnerability and shame. Exactly, exactly. Brene Brown is also a great um, author to check out. She talks a lot about shame and vulnerability. Really, really good. But yes, like the people on the sidelines always got a lot to say. They always have a lot to say. You know why? Because they're not focused on their own thing. Or they're filled with their own shame about them not doing their thing. They want to do what you're, what you're, they want to be as brave as you are, but they can't give themselves permission to do it. And maybe we should have kindness and grace for those people because maybe them seeing us do the things that we're afraid to do will give them permission to do the things that they're afraid to do. We don't have to hate them. We don't have to be unkind to them, right? We can be, because we know that that's a fact, we can be kind to them, but also start that by being kind to ourselves and giving ourselves permission, you know? So yes. Rising greatness with Prince David. Hi. Um, exactly. And who we are, who we are now is perfect, period. Created to, to do good, to stand for justice, to respect our creator, to honor nature. Yes. We don't have to be skinnier or more famous or smarter. Time to rise up, my people. Period. That's it. That's it. You are a gift to the world. You're a gift to the world. Given late, like given so many seeds. Put that in the ground. Put that in the ground, nourish it, water it, speak life over it, be kind to it, be kind to yourself and watch that thing flourish like this tree, Ooh, this money tree. I'm so happy by the way, I'm like, oh my gosh, it grew so much, but it really is. Again, when we look at nature, we really learn a lot because we are nature, <laughs> we are nature. I talked about before, like how are people of the soil, but like literally we're, we're living creatures, we are nature. But we often separate ourselves from nature because we think that we're above nature or better than nature when really we are nature and we actually get more wisdom um, when we look at nature because it reflects us and it teaches us. It takes care of us, right? So we got to take care of nature also because nature has a lot to teach us. So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I hope that you were able to get something from this. And the question I have for you, I don't want y'all to leave here inspired and like, yes, like this is the thing. This is my sign. Write it down. Put it in a notebook, put it in your phone, right? Write it down, write it down. Be honest with yourself. What do you really wanna do? And maybe you need to be honest about the fact that actually I don't wanna do that because I thought that's what I had to do. Maybe, maybe you have in some way settled for other dreams and ideas that make sense to other people or asking for permission and the permission that you got from other people is something you actually don't wanna do or you're not interested in. Give yourself permission, even if it's on just on paper and in your phone to dream big dreams. And then when you dream that big dream, sit with it and ask, how can I carry out this dream in a way that honors my capacity, my energy, my income, right? Because that's a real thing, right? And my community. How can I do it in a way that is fun to me? You know how to make things less scary? Make it fun. Do it in a fun way. We think that there's either, there's only like five options to do something. There's an infinite amount of ways to do something because you're infinite, because you're different than anyone else that has walked this planet. Do it your way. I'm going to do it the Alicia way. You do it the you way. That counts. But I believe in you. I see you. You are important. You are talented. You are way more equipped than you think. Put on the blinders, get to work. You know what I'm saying? Get to work. And I don't mean like slaving away or 
hustling or grinding, I mean working in a way that brings you joy. Do the work that brings you joy. Carry out the dreams that bring you joy in a way that brings you joy. So, hi Oyen. Thank you, Alicia Renice. You're so positive. God bless you. Bless you. And yes, I do feel like I have many gifts and talents that have just been sitting dormant. Kind of, kind of the parable of the talents. Yes, exactly. And for those who haven't heard of the parable of the talents, it's like, this. it's, it's a parable. And so this person gives three people a different amount of money or talents, right? And so one person takes it, invests it, and, and makes more. Another person takes it, invests it, and makes more. And another person sits on it, sits on it, because they don't think what they have is enough. And we'd be just like that. Well, they think what we have, what they have is not enough. And we think that what we have is not enough. It's more than enough. And we also got to make, we also got to make, um, we also got to make peace with the fact that some people may impact what I want to say. Some people might have larger audiences than us, but it doesn't disqualify us or make us any less than them. Our lot is our lot, whatever that is. And it's hard to make peace with that. It is. But there is peace when you accept, like, this is my lot and it's beautiful. This is what I can handle. This is a gift. That's like, you know, if you don't have no money and somebody gives somebody next to you like $100 and you get like 20, right? And if you didn't know anything about the $100, you'd be like, oh my God, this 20 is exactly what I needed. Thank you so much. But it's only when we compare our 20 to that person's 100 that we feel like, dang, I only got $20. We become ungrateful, right? We become, we become, uh, uh, what is the word? We become disheartened because of what we've been given. But when you, you, when you're, when you're, when you're starving, when you're poor, when you, when you're experiencing poverty, that twenty dollars is everything. And I don't care if you feel like what you have is twenty dollars, right? Maybe the person with a hundred dollars has like five kids. With more comes more responsibility. Shout out to uh, Peter Parker or um, Uncle Ben. Right? So trust that you have everything you need. Trust that you are enough. Don't compare yourself to other people because you're not other people. You are you. And that is enough. This is your sign. I hope that you write down your thing, whatever that thing is, your dream, your idea. Uh, I hope you write down your truth. Don't settle because other people don't get it or understand. Trust it. Trust that the idea came to you for a reason and only you can do it the way that you can do it. I believe in you and I see you and I love you. Love yourselves, trust yourselves. Oh, thank you, Invincible Summer, yes. And please remember to give a thumbs up, thumbs up on your way out and I will talk to you all in the next video. Yay, I feel good, I hope you feel good and I hope you're gonna do the thing. All right, I'm excited to see what you make. Please share, share it with all of us and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye everybody, yay.